discuter de tout ça. I don't want to set the world on fire. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Good evening, good afternoon, or good morning, whenever it may be, wherever you may be, and however you may be hearing my voice. Whether it be via download through one of the many podcast platforms, or if you are listening to the premiere on the Alternate Current Radio's live stream, I appreciate you tuning in and joining me as we attempt to navigate the shark-infested waters of the agenda-centivized media and look past the propaganda. This is your daily dose of what's currently all the ruckus. What in God's name is going on in here? What was that ruckus? Uh, what ruckus? I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Could you describe the ruckus, sir? Watch your tongue, young man. Watch it. On March 18th, 2020, during a special AMA event hosted on Reddit, Bill Gates was asked, quote, What changes are we going to have to make to how businesses operate to maintain our economy while providing social distancing? End quote. His response, quote, The question of which businesses should keep going is tricky. Certainly food supply and the health system. We still need water, electricity, and the internet, supply chains for critical things need to be maintained. Countries are still figuring out what to keep running. Eventually, we will have some digital certificates to show who has recovered or been tested recently, or when we have a vaccine, who has received it, end quote. Fast forward a year later, and these quote-unquote digital certificates are finally here, thanks to the blockchain. That's right, the same technology that powers cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin. As you may or you may not be aware, blockchain technology powers a great deal of many things outside of digital dollars. And in particular, recently, the blockchain is being used to solve problems perpetuated by the pandemic. The fact that blockchain is here and it's being deployed in the fight against the invisible enemy cannot be debated. And whether or not that was the plan all along is up to you. Stay tuned to hear more so that in the very least you can make an informed decision on that. You're listening to Alternate Current Radio. I'm Adam Clark and this is The Daily Rocket. Brad Yasser for Be In Crypto writes, Many have hoped that 2021 will be the year we inch closer towards having our everyday lives back, despite many of us remaining in lockdown, as our respective governments introduce new measures to prevent the spread of the new variant. In an ironic twist of fate, life in 2020 was largely defined by the COVID-19 pandemic a virus that has inflicted pain and suffering, upended people's livelihoods, and devastated economies worldwide. Perhaps there is reason to be optimistic. Since November of last year, several companies have announced COVID-19 vaccines that are ready to be distributed throughout the world. This means that the possibility of returning to some semblance of everyday life may become a reality once the world's population 
largely becomes immunized to the virus. Of course, this will take time, but we are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. As a person deeply involved in blockchain, it would seem that the proliferation of COVID-19 vaccines is somewhat irrelevant to my field. However, this assumption couldn't be further from the truth. After all, I am a firm believer that the functionality of blockchain technology goes beyond payments and exchange of value. Blockchain has the potential to encompass all facets of our everyday lives, even the ones we take for granted. To understand the role that blockchain can play in our fight against the pandemic, we have to look at the challenges we are currently facing with regard to vaccines. One of these challenges, and perhaps the biggest one to date, is how we can distribute the vaccines to everyone who needs them. To contextualize this, we have to realize that the vaccines are not homogenous, and key differences exist between them. For example, the variants produced by Moderna and Pfizer differ in terms of the conditions they must be stored in. Moderna's vaccine must be stored at a temperature of negative 20 degrees Celsius for long-term storage. Still, it can be stored for up to one month in a regular refrigerator. In contrast, Pfizer's vaccine has to be stored at a chilling negative 70 degrees Celsius and can only be stored up to five days in a regular refrigerator. Taking this into consideration is vital for combating COVID-19 as it is imperative to maintain the efficacy of the vaccines. Thus, the question becomes how recipients of the vaccine can ensure that the vaccines they receive have not been compromised by poor handling and whether it is feasible to scrutinize the conditions in which they have been stored. As an infrastructure that aims to address the issue of trust, this is where blockchain can play a significant role by allowing multiple parties to manage a shared and decentralized database. Blockchain can ensure much-needed transparency that is not contingent on one party alone. This will allow for verification of whether a vaccine was handled properly. This benefit is compounded by the fact that data stored on a blockchain is immutable and can easily be accessed by participants along the supply chain. An additional benefit to using blockchain for this endeavor is the fact that blockchains can be customized to allow access permissions where needed. This means that while certain participants can only read the information provided, others may be able to write and disseminate information to whom it may be necessary. This makes the spread of information and the ability to track each item in real time much more efficient. Given these benefits, blockchain can be a solution to answer some of the most difficult challenges related to the distribution of COVID-19 vaccines. Parties could track shipments, verify storage conditions, manage stocks, and verify the authenticity of the vaccines they received. By streamlining the process for distributing the vaccines, we could save countless lives in the process. Of course, it would be naive of me to claim that the challenges we face with regard to curbing the spread of COVID-19 stop with the implementation of blockchain protocols. Firstly, we have yet to see 
these vaccines' overall efficacy and whether they can genuinely mitigate the virus's spread and evolution. Caveat made, the public is also concerned about speculative side effects. Secondly, there is the question of whether producers of vaccines can cope with the increasing global demand. The answer to these issues is unfortunately beyond my expertise. However, I firmly believe that the challenges surrounding the implementation of effective supply chain methods can be eased through the use of blockchain. Naturally, doing so also poses several obstacles, namely surrounding stakeholders' willingness to partake in the solutions that the technology offers. Given the novelty of blockchain technology as a practical infrastructure, it may be challenging to convince the movers of the world to adopt a concept that redefines the accessibility of information. Doing so will require a great deal of education and building of trust, the cornerstones of blockchain. Beincrypto.com Right, so there's some speculative opinion by an expert in blockchain technology. And here's some news from, well, in this case, it's from Silicon Angle, written by Duncan Riley, who reports, New York has rolled out a so-called COVID-19 passport based on IBM Corporation's blockchain-based digital health pass technology. The app, called Excelsior Pass, is the first of its kind to go live in the U.S. It will allow people to use a QR code to prove their COVID-19 vaccination status. In a growing trend, some venues are now requesting proof of vaccination for entry, and in New York State, those who have been vaccinated can hold larger gatherings such as weddings. Excelsior Pass is described as similar to a mobile airline boarding pass in that individuals will be able either to print out their pass or to store in their smartphones using the app. Every business or venue can scan the pass using the QR code via a companion app to verify the COVID-19 negative results or proof of vaccination. On its initial launch, the app will be first used at venues such as Madison Square Garden in New York City and the Time Union Center in Albany. In a statement, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo said, quote, New Yorkers have proven they can follow public health guidance to beat back COVID, and the innovative Excelsior Pass is another tool in our new toolbox to fight the virus while allowing more sectors of the economy to reopen safely and keeping personal information secure, end quote. The use of IBM's Digital Health Pass is a boost for IBM's blockchain division after reports in February that the company had greatly scaled back the division. IBM denied the reports, and the division continued to sign deals, including working with Salesforce, Inc., on implementing its Digital Health Pass platform. The New York deal may set up IBM well as a preferred provider of 
COVID-19 passports. IBM Digital Health Pass is a secure verification system built on blockchain technology that makes it possible to verify people's health status based on certain criteria such as test results, vaccination records, and temperature checks. Once a vaccine has been administered, people will receive a verifiable health credential stored in a digital wallet on their smartphone that can be shared using the digital health pass. That enables people to control whom they share their data with while protecting their privacy and ensures their health records cannot be tampered with. IBM does have competition, however. As US Today noted, open source advocates have been developing a competing system, as has Walmart Inc., which is offering digital proof of vaccination to anyone who gets a shot in one of its pharmacies. The key here, going forward, is that one of them will eventually become the default technology of choice. With IBM working with one of the largest states, it's arguably already moving into the lead. SiliconAngle.com Okay, so now we heard from an expert in blockchain technology. We heard some news about the real-world application of blockchain technology as it pertains to the digital certificates that Bill Gates somehow magically predicted over a year ago. So I guess all that's left is to swallow the red pill and jump down the rabbit hole and take a look at the conspiracy theory side of all of this. Because I suspect that one of the biggest concerns eating away at the back of some of your brains is the idea that blockchain technology could be used to develop the so-called beast system as prophesied in the Book of Revelations. To speculate further on this, let us turn to Leo Homan, a veteran investigative reporter on the topics of globalism, Christianity, Islam, Judaism, and where politics, culture, and religion intersect. And on his blog, he asks, are you ready to become a quote-unquote digital asset of the globalists' great reset? Few are aware of it, but the digitalization of the human race is advancing at breakneck speed. Don't look now, but the world is racing down a path that has been interlaid with landmines of control and surveillance, and yet almost no Western politician of any party seems concerned enough to even talk about the impacts this will have on personal privacy. If you're curious about what the near future holds, listen to technocrats like Bill Gates. One year ago, in March 2020, as governments were shutting down their economies, citing a mysterious virus, Gates did a series of media interviews calling for a globalized quote-unquote digital certificate for every human being on the planet. He said this was the only way to keep up with who has the virus and who has been vaccinated. Note that no vaccine was known to be in the pipeline in March 2020, but Gates talked about the vaccine as if it was just around the corner. He knew. In a March 18th, 2020 Ask Me Anything online forum sponsored by Reddit, Gates was asked what changes needed to be made to the way businesses operate to ensure public health without ruining the economy. Gates' answer to the problem was digital certificates, which clearly drives once-free Western societies into a quote-unquote show-your-papers scenario that pre-COVID would have been considered a Nazi 
like Taboo. Gates was also known at the time to be investing in the ID2020 initiative, which seeks to connect people's vaccine history to their purchasing actions. Instead of taking Gates seriously, back in March 2020, the vast majority of folks blew off his comments as the fantasy of the world's biggest geek. Gates is not just spewing techno fairy tales, he is a big-time mouthpiece for the techno-medical wing of the New World Order. There are also economic, social, and religious wings to the NWO. I believe Gates gets many of his ideas from less widely known individuals associated with the World Economic Forum, the same folks pushing for the so-called Global Reset. Gates also likes to work in partnership with the Rockefeller Family Foundations. It was David Rockefeller who in 1973 co-founded with Zbigniew Brzezinski the Trilateral Commission, an elitist technocratic organization that promised to promote the creation of a, quote, new international economic order, end quote. Some of the most prominent thought leaders driving the rapid changes in the global economy today are members of the Trilateral Commission. Commission, whose current membership role includes representatives from central banks in Europe, the Americas, and Asia. Multinational corporations, in cooperation with big banks, big pharma, big tech, big government, and globalists connected to the United Nations World Economic Forum, are using the COVID crisis to transform the way money, goods, and services trade hands. But it doesn't stop there. WEF director Klaus Schwab says they are using the quote-unquote opportunity presented by the pandemic pandemic to transform healthcare, banking, industrial production, energy production and consumption systems, global land use, even the way we socialize together as human beings. Schwab has commented that no industry will be exempt from the Great Reset, and the United Nations states in its Agenda 2030 that no person will be quote-unquote left behind by this coming global system, since no vote was held and none of us were asked if we wanted to sign up for the Great Reset slash Agenda 2030, this begs the question, what will be done with dissidents who refuse to go along with this vision for the world? The answer lies hidden in the coming cashless system. These elites have wanted to get rid of cash for a long time. This has been a priority item on their to-do list for more than 60 years. Cash is simply too difficult to track, and the technocratic elites are obsessed with tracking, measuring, and monitoring everything in real time. They want to monetize, put a value on, every human life. To achieve this, they need to be able to track with pinpoint accuracy everyone's spending and consumption habits. They now believe they have found the solution, replacing cash with a new digital currency based on blockchain technology. What will this new digital currency be backed up by? There are several theories, none of which are likely to involve precious metals such as gold or silver. Some believe the new world currency will be backed by the world's major land masses and the natural resources beneath that land. This could explain why the Chinese and Bill Gates have been going on a land-buying binge, which includes farmland in the United States. Another theory is that this new global currency will be backed up by human 
Latin capital, meaning the global workforce. This would explain why they need to attribute a monetary value to every human being based on their age, productivity, and other contributions to society minus their carbon footprint. Basically, you become a cog in their globalist wheel, a digital asset of the central banks. Of course, the important people will be allowed to use up more carbon and fly around the world on jets, while the masses are relegated to bicycles and public transportation. With the onset of COVID, whether it was accidentally or purposely released by the Chinese Communist Party, the power elites saw their opportunity and seized it. Cash as we know it is being phased out, with more than 60 countries testing new cashless digital currencies. China is taking the lead in this process and wants to become the world's first cashless nation. The CCP has rolled out a new digital yuan and is testing it in several major cities within China. Unlike Bitcoin, which retains the owner's anonymity and works independent of any governing authority, the digital yuan will be the world's first digital money issued by a central bank. As CBN News reports, the new digital Chinese yuan will be an international currency, offering a frightening specter of control over Chinese citizens and a quote-unquote model for other countries. David Curry of Open Doors told CBN, quote, China is building what I think is a blueprint, a roadmap of persecution for other other regimes around the world, and they're doing it with surveillance." End quote. I believe that's at least partly why the dollar is being deliberately devalued by the U.S. government, with runaway spending soon to lead to hyperinflation as the national debt approaches an astonishing $30 trillion. At some point, individuals may be offered a deal in which their share of the debt, along with perhaps their personal debt, gets eliminated in return for joining the new digital system. It's no accident that the world's most repressive regime is driving the world toward a cashless society. Think of the possibilities. You step out of line with the dictates of the state, and the central bank immediately shuts down your access to the digital money necessary to put food on your table. You refuse to vaccinate, and they shut down your account. You violate big tech's community standards in your social media account accounts, and they shut down your account. Yes, it's possible for the FBI to freeze your bank account here in America under the current cash-based system, and that is a tactic they are increasingly using against Trump supporters, but you can always fall back on cash in the current economic system. Under the new system, you will have no such backup. Your entire livelihood will be left to the whim of big government working with big tech and big pharma. I predict that over a period of three to five years, the transition to this new cashless system will be complete. It will start off as voluntary, with various incentives offered to join the system. Over time, those incentives will be replaced with punishments, until those using cash are totally locked out of the system, unable to buy or sell or work a job. You will not be allowed to board planes, enter hotels, stadiums, 
concert halls, and other large venue events, even retail stores, without showing your proof of vaccination, which will be a card or app on your phone tied into the new digital currency at your bank. Gradually, they will add more information to the card slash app to the point where it will include all your vital information, what drugs you take, your criminal background, if you have one, your driving record, and your social score, as provided by Big Tech detailing how many times you've run afoul of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube's quote-unquote community standards. This humongous data bank will be centrally controlled by a commission of some sort, appointed by the government and tagged with an Orwellian name, something like the Commission on Data Security and Privacy. This beast system will offer the latest in convenience and security using blockchain technology. I can hear the advertisements now. Are you tired of all the COVID rules and restrictions? Just sign up and get the pass, and you can go back to enjoying evenings at the pub, ball games on sunny Saturday afternoons, concerts, cruises, church services, all the benefits of your previous normal life. Unlike the blockchain used for Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, this blockchain will be centrally controlled and anything but private. Sadly, very few are yet aware of any of this, and if you told them about it, you would be accused of watching too many sci-fi movies. The truth is, all of this is quietly progressing under the radar of media attention and public scrutiny. By the time it is rolled out for widespread quote-unquote voluntary enrollment, it will be too late to turn back the clock. This was the plan all along, to use COVID to scare the masses into a whole new type of society, where every individual's personally identifiable information is tied in with a new digital currency. Leohoman.com. Okay, so time for the million dollar question. Could blockchain technology be used to develop some sort of quote-unquote beast system? Well, the easy answer, or uneasy one, is yes, it absolutely could be. But I think the more important question is, will it be? For the ACR, I'm Adam Clark, and this has been The Daily Ruckus for Tuesday, March 30th, 2021. For more information, please visit alternatecurrentradio.com.